Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dear Countdown. All right. We begin in five, four, three... Once again, um, we're back with our second review of the evening, uh, final one of the week. We are tackling Wild Romance Mofu Mofu Edition. Uh, We did an interview about this with the um, translator of Cherry Kiss Games back on Wednesday. If you want, like, more details on how this game came over and what they had to do and all that stuff, you can go check that out in our archive. But for those who might have missed that, uh, basically what we got here is a sex romp. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm like, yeah. yeah. Out of the various uh, visual novels, this one has one of the thinner plots. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, and mind you, our last visual novel review was over a very, very sexually charged one as well. But that one was a lot more focused on character. It had gameplay mm-hmm. and, like, more interesting character and setting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. This one, yeah, this is pretty much a fuck fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, There's not a whole lot of setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, I did not get too far in it, but there is not really a whole lot of connective to, I mean, the plot it's... outline is the plot outline, and this is not really spoilers for more than about fifteen minutes in the game. Is you are a kid who lived out in the sticks when you were young and went to school in Tokyo. Then you came back, and the four girls who you remember growing up with are all really hot for you. Uh, and then you uh, accidentally find out that they're all animal spirits, and then God, and then uh, Earth God gets mad at you for th- for finding out and mad at them. So you say, no, let me stay with them. Uh, and he says, okay, but you have to, like, do work for spirits and stuff. And then you start having sex with them, and then in between you do jobs and looking for doing stuff for spirits. God, Earth God's trying to cock block you, and I don't like this. <laughs> well, the, uh, well, the Earth God is um, trying to turn you into a toad. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. if, if, if you don't do the things he says, he'll turn you into a toad. Like, yeah, it, it tur- like um, turns out he's an Old Testament kind of Earth God. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, it so, should be noted yeah, it, that the- that's the setup, and there's 
not really much in the way of complications. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if I uh, had to use a word to describe this whole endeavor, it's vanilla. Uh, the whole wild as, romance... As vanilla part... as you can be with animal ears and tails, which is frankly mm -hmm. pretty vanilla. Yeah, it's like, that would be very strange elsewhere in anime-derived products. Uh, very typical. <laughs> this is just another Tuesday in anime land. Yeah, And honestly, these, yep. it's not like these animal girl spirits ever did a particularly... Uh, effortful job of hiding I mean like they visually hid their ears and tails but they still act like act like a dog girl and a cat girl and I don't know I guess the fox and the tanuki are a little bit less obvious but that's mostly because uh, at least for the western audience you don't necessarily have a very developed idea of how foxes and tanukis act <laughs> especially tanukis <laughs> yeah by the way tanukis are a real animal Oh yeah, they're they're right. I saw that one anime movie where Kaneko Man voiced a, to a Tanuki, and Tanukis are actually a kind of dog, I believe. That is just raccoon yeah. like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I just mean that like, in terms of taxonomy, they are part of dogs, at least as much as wolves are. So the kind of the red panda thing all over again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um. And to contrast this again with um, Mutiny, um, Mutiny had animal girls um, aplenty as well, but that one took it a lot more mythological. Like, um, it's not just ears or tail. It's like it's actually part of the body. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, these, are, these are very much the cute ears and tails type mm -hmm. of animal girls. And in fact, they still have their human ears too, so... That always bugs if you really if you really wanted to you can just pretend they're wearing headbands I mean it's really only uh it's only for the purposes of wearing glasses yeah I, it, I was, was going to say is that it's only like one or two of them that actually has their ears visible their human ears visible but yeah and you know the whole wild romance thing comes from the fact that these are animal girls not anything that actually occurs yeah, they're not people who have been turned into animals, and they're not like animal girls. They are uh, actual animals that the nature god has taken as, that the earth god has taken as apprentices, and in Japanese folklore, mythology, whatever, any animal that lives long enough can eventually become like a human. Right. And as far as, you know, the sex itself, well, a um, couple of things here. There, um... Once again, if you missed the interview, this game ha is basically two forms. There's the patched version, and there's the unpatched version. The unpatched version is what we got here, so our stream doesn't get taken down. Yeah, I'd rather not get a porn strike. Indeed. Um, but uh, this game is uh, very does very much have an R18 patch. Um, it's available out there. It's not too hard to find, uh, if I'm being honest. But yeah, that will allow the sex scenes to occur. And having seen the sex scenes, they're um, visually they're pretty rote for the most mm -hmm. part. I'm like it's pretty much yeah, typical you know typical heterosexual sex. And you generally stay on the mm -hmm. same one for quite a while, which I yeah, don't know how standard is. Yeah, it's like those things lasted forever, and it's um, uh -huh. 
it's pretty graphic. Um, you know, it will detail, like, for example, what the pussy walls are doing. Yeah, well then, I never yeah, there, thought that would be coming an, on this there's show. There's an option to turn on or off the X-ray scenes, right? Because some people like those and some people don't. Well, the X-ray scenes are the most interesting part visually because, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a cream pie uterus before. Now I have. <laughs> I can definitely say that's not a turn on of mine. <laughs> I, uh, personally, bodily fluids uh, aren't my thing. Yeah. And, yeah, and these are girls that definitely want to have your pups. So. Oh God, they they will. It, it, this is such wish fulfillment. It's yeah. kind of disturbing with a dog who looks very young but is really into. Well, that, that that's kind of another thing we got to address. Ages but, were changed, so this yes, isn't of, child porn. Well, all of these characters are literally hundreds of years old because otherwise they wouldn't be able to be humans. Oh, fucking thousand-year-old dragon bullshit. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, in terms of humans, most of them look teenagers, but the dog girl looks very young. Yeah, the, let's be honest. The dog, the dog looks yeah, old. The, yeah, the dog girl's a lolicon. Um, they had to change her age because of it. Uh, uh, I actually, I think I watched something on Netflix while that sex scene was going on. Because, yeah. Underage girl is underage. It's it's a problem, Japan. Stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, anyway, getting back uh, to the wish fulfillment portion of this package, no pun intended, um, there's a lot, you know, in the dialogue, there's a lot of they want your cock, it's so big kind of dialogue over and over again. And, you know, they're all enraptured with you. And if you've seen a lot of anime or hentai, you're going to be familiar with this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? it, yeah, it's not even really, there aren't really any plot twists you in know, terms of mm-hmm. relationships. If I sound kind of bored with all of it, it's because I kind of was. I mean, it's not just because the vanilla stuff is vanilla, but the characters aren't really characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're archetypes. At best. I, I mean, I suppose like the like the you know, they have basic personalities like um the Tanuki girl. I, I think it's the Tanuki the, the purple haired one. She's, yeah, she's really she laid back and kind of lazy but not stupid. Yeah, and you can see it in the dialogue, you know, like she's been localized. Um, beyond that, there's not a lot there, which I find interesting because um, the Japanese company was apparently selling this on the merits of its characters. Well, the but, character design is good, I guess, but I mean, well, it's I mean, aesthetically appealing, but, and, but the characters are, in terms of, like, personality are pretty much cutouts which is interesting because that's pretty much how this game works. Like visually, they're they're static cutouts that sometimes bounce around and change facial expressions by swapping out for different cutouts. Yeah, it's like it's it's visual production values are pretty um, typical of the genre. Like it's it's no Supipara. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
nor is there any like fully animated CG in intros or midsections or anything like that. It's, there is voice acting. Yeah, it's like the voice acting that that's definitely another pro- interesting part of the package. Now, in terms of voice acting options, um, it's not as in depth as other visual novels where like you can adjust the volume of every di- different character out there. Like no, it, it's Such just as got, that character's voice really annoys me. I'm a mute him. Yeah, it's like no, it's just the you, know, you can o- mute all or nothing. And I believe it's only the four animal girl characters who have voice acting too. You don't have any voice acting, and none of the other characters, most of which don't show up for very long, have any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like typically they don't get the the guys' voices because mm-hmm. you know. Well, I was spoiled by some of the recent ones where the male character is actually a character. And in this one, you have the name Kazuma, but otherwise, all you pretty much have is that you... Uh, I get that. Yeah. I do. It's just, yeah, this one, it, you know, that that it's more that than, than that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is to say, you know, we get more ciphers than characters. Right. You know, and, and, Honestly, uh, if you mentally imagine him as the guy from... Uh, Konosuba, it's probably more interesting that way. <laughs> uh, if only this were as tenth as interesting as Konosuba. Like, Indeed. <laughs> um, but getting back to the voices, um, they're another interesting part of the package because, well, it's got it's got Eroge, uh, Eroge voicing uh, voice acting. Like, mm-hmm. you've got the fucking moans, the screams, the you know, you've Squishy got the sound effects. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like it's very orally in tune with the visuals, which you actually don't get on a, all that many visual novels. I'm like, I'll be honest. Once again, that's not my thing because uh, when it comes to sex noises, uh, hentai typically doesn't get it right, like at all, and it's very fucking distracting. <laughs> like, like that sounds like a plunger. Not <laughs> whatever the, not the sex act you were going for there. Yeah, see, I, I clicked through those scenes fairly quickly. Mostly, I mean, the visual stays around for long enough, even if you're going through the text fairly fast. Yeah. On that note, you may want to, you may want to play this with earphones or mute, um, <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on your living situation, <laughs> because, yeah. yeah. Or you might have some storytelling later. <laughs> Don't play this through the public fucking Bluetooth speaker, whatever you do to your god. Oh, Indeed. God. Uh, right, so pricing. If I'm recalling correctly, I believe Wild Romance is dialing in at $15. Let's see. Um, let me just bring up... Pay- oh, no, no, it's eleven ninety nine. $12. Twelve dollars. Oh, that's right. It's um on it. It's actually on a deal, so it is. Yeah, 15. it's it's fifteen currently, or it's fifteen base price, but currently, it's on sale, mm-hmm. and there's also a bundle. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, just... I yeah, honestly, I actually wouldn't recommend the bundle because it's just the other version of Wild Romance. Which, is, Which you can get with this one pretty much by not installing the patch. 
Yeah. Also, I don't really recommend playing this without the patch because that's really the main thing it has going for it. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of a story, I guess, but it's not very long and yeah. not Look, super... If you want to... If you want to play a version of this, but a lot better, go and play Mutiny. I'll say that right now. Like, okay, it doesn't have, like... It Unless may... you really need it to be a guy in the main character position. Like, or you're... And even then. Well, it's like, or you're um, squicked off by monster trolls. That I could understand. Or you need, like, the Japanese production values. Like, Western visual novels really doesn't worry about um, things like voice. Yeah. You know. I mean, we've we've reviewed a lot of visual novels and even a pretty good number of yeah. Arrogay visual novels, and I'm not going to say this one is bad. But it's just rope doesn't do much to stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, th I think I think twelve bucks is probably closer to what it's worth than fifteen, but it's not like a terrible ripoff. But mm -hmm. yeah. you're not going to be playing this super much for the story. It's like no. that sounds. That sounds like yeah. Getting it, getting it here on sale is um, pretty good. Um, yeah, but ten fifteen dollars is in general all right. Like, you know, for for the package that we got here. You now you, like, if you're looking for hentai porn, you, you know, of the vanilla variety. Yeah, this got you covered. Mm-hmm. Now, is the patch on the site free, or is that also paid? The patch on, their home, on the company's site is free. Okay. Because yeah. some mm -hmm. places do make you pay for that as well. I know. Uh, I mentioned in the uh, interview that uh, we reviewed one of these that had a paid patch. Mm -hmm. We were given the patch for free as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I suppose we should also mention what the Mofu Mofu edition is. In the title, um, well, Gallus can tell you what it actually means, but um, the Mofu Mofu edition is basically the modified version of the game that allows it to be patched. Yeah, yeah, they had to. We we went over this in the interview, but they basically had to uh, completely recode the game to because it was written in some obscure Japanese programming thing. So mm -hmm. they had to do it again in a program that's more compatible with patching and stuff. And mofu mofu means soft or fluffy, which could have could have could refer to uh, ears and tails or boobs. Probably boobs. You know. Anyway, um, yeah. So, any final thoughts on this uh, visual novel here? <laughs> I mean, it's a visual novel. It's. <laughs> If you're really into that and want one more to add to your collection, here you go. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. If you're looking was... for character development, this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was nice reviewing something that wasn't from Manga Gamer. No. Um, well, and, like, this isn't something, you know, extremely dense that you need, like, three other games. This is just a whole, you know, nice isolated affair. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, it, it wasn't one of those, but... It's a, it's a pretty ephemeral, uh, ephemeral package, all things considered. It's it's a candy thing, not a. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Not um, oh, in terms oh, of not something you can really sink your teeth into that much. Yeah. A. 
one-handed exercise, if you will. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> right. So on that note, I think we'll conclude the review. Right. So the week ahead, um, coming, we are coming up to the end of the season. Uh, we we are doing our season finale uh, next week. Um, not this week. Just to put that in order. Uh, let's see. Uh, hang on. I for some reason my notes are closed. Live research. Do 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 do. I just gotta open the th the thing to see the people who. It's mainly for Tuesday's show because. We know who Wednesday is. It's it's gonna be an interesting one. Yeah, I'm like yeah. If I had forgotten, uh, yeah, th that would have been problematic on a whole bunch of fronts. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So we are doing a Tuesday show this week. It's our last interview of the season on that uh, uh, day, and we'll be having Pascal Hyman. Hyman. H a y m a n n. Hyman, I think. Um, of Firefly yeah. Studios. Anyway, um, Firefly Studios, uh, they are primarily known for the Stronghold uh, series of games, which is a pretty long-running franchise. Uh, it's a... I guess the best... Um, it's a military construction game um, where you defend a castle. And it's been going on for quite a while now like um but their latest game is like um let's see um uh, firefly studios because uh, um it's like a dungeon game uh release dates yeah here we go metamorph dungeon creatures uh this is an early access game that came out last month where you are, yeah, where it's a tactical action game where survival means morphing in between three unique heroes to counter and crush hordes of demonic foes. Charge into the uh, into enemies as lightning fast rabbit, crush them as the monstrous ogre, and burn whatever remains as the uh, with the nymphs inferno. So, yes, yeah, are not the same. Yeah, we can uh, critique their marketing later. <laughs> like, Anyway, yeah, it's quite the departure from what they're usually uh, known for. And we're going to be talking about that on Tuesday. On Wednesday, uh, yeah, we're going to have my cousin Andrew, who is the co-founder of a company called Steel Wool Studios. They are heavily invested in VR, and they are delivering something called the Horus Heresy or rather Warhammer 40k, the Horus Heresy. Uh, Galax, why don't you give the pe good people a, a primer on what the Horus Heresy is? So, in the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. This is largely because in the slightly less grim, slightly less darkness of the 31st millennium, uh, the emperor of humans made like... 12 really super-powered guys to be his servants. And then, like, he was a really bad dad, so his favorite son, because of a whole bunch of stuff, rebelled against him and turned, like, half of the Space Marines to chaos. And everything's been going downhill since then. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the very basic first story. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure some 40k lore buffs just had a stroke right there. Good job. I don't think there's anything inaccurate about that. It's just very simplified. I know, that's yeah. why they're having a stroke. Have you seen and Warhammer 40k lore? about the robot dragon on Mars. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Charlemagne, and your weird way of succession. That's... <laughs> Yeah, um, Warhammer 40k is, like, in spite of the goofy setting, like, you know, it's got a lot of lore. <laughs> oh, God. It, <laughs> I preach that they're starting to teach in college courses now. <laughs> and it's fine as long as you don't take it too seriously. Yeah, that, that is a good idea. Like, it's, it's just I knew people in high school that um, were really into Warhammer. <laughs> And Warhammer 40K. Yeah. So. No, the, the Warhammer has a Warhammer 40k has a very large fan base that takes everything, or a large section of the fan base that takes a lot of it way too seriously and like thinks the Imperium of Man is somehow something to be emulated or good, as opposed to a "Wow, this sure is shitty, isn't it?" thing. Well, I'm like nerds missing the the fucking fascist message. Never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> So before this gets too political, uh, I think that's a good ending uh, segue. So until Tuesday, I wish you good game. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.